Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 6 p.m. in the South. Ed Shinano and Cap on a live imaging Tuesday. I like how Cappy just told me he's he, you know, he's not a front he's not trying to be in the driver's seat Man. just a passenger just seat a passenger that's uh-huh. all uh huh just riding shotgun here just navigating it uh, is time for what you mm. need to know what you need to know being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa good times less than ninety minutes from wherever you are take it away producer Lindsay thanks Christopher what's that I don't know I thought I'd switch it off <laughs> no no thanks Christopher. <laughs> Thanks, Christopher. By the way, being just a passenger, like riding shotgun, like is that is that like the goal that you want to? Is that like your where where it ends, Cappy? Is that the ceiling for you? Scrubs. If he was happy just being a passenger, he wouldn't be doing secret dinners while Sedano's out of town. That's true. Good yeah. point. Like tonight, yeah, you might have a point Sitting there. Sitting aside of my best friend's ride, just trying just, to, just trying to position, scrubs. you know, like because because now that Sedano's doing baseball this summer. He's All right, got well, NBA speaking, basketball. Uh, uh, and he's got thing. college football. Take it away, Lindsay. Dinners. Thanks, Beto. So, <laughs> Magic Johnson may soon be adding the title of NFL owner to his legacy. The NBA icon is part of a group that just submitted an offer to buy the Washington Commanders that meets Dan Snyder's asking price. Magic, alongside 76ers owner Josh Harris and billionaire Mitchell Rails, officially submitted a $6 billion bid to buy the franchise today. But not so fast there, Magic, because Canadian billionaire Steve Apostolopoulos, I think I said that right, Apostolopoulos, also submitted a $6 billion bid today. So now there's a head-to-head race for the commanders. Who would have thought? So, yeah, Magic could soon be an NFL owner, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, and Magic just posted on his uh, social media his LAFC championship ring, so he's also a part owner there. So, so nice. Are we also surprised that Magic's doing this? The guy wins in business. He goes and finds and he connects himself with billionaires that can get there. He gets a small percentage. Boom, way to do it. Yeah, I would love to see Magic own the Washington Commanders. That, I think that'd be really cool. You know, and and this uh, Canadian billionaire, I don't know anything about the guy, Snuffleupagus or whatever you said his name was. Snuffleupagus. Okay, all right. I don't know anything about the guy. I don't know how he made his money. Apostolopoulos. But I got to just say, I'm rooting for Magic because think about all the golden kind of tweets that Magic will send about the commanders. Oh, yeah. You know, it'd be awesome. Like he does about the Dodgers and the Lakers. It'd be great. Oh, yeah. Touchdown. That was a good one. (laughs) Today, the Washington Commanders play. I love Magic's Twitter. Uh, Side note, though, I watched the Reggie documentary on Prime last night, the Reggie Jackson one. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know this. Maybe it's common knowledge. But he wanted to be part of the ownership group. Like, he was part of the potential ownership group with uh, Bill Gates, I think it was, and somebody else to buy the Dodgers. And, like, they wouldn't let him. Reggie Jackson? Yeah. No, it wasn't the Dodgers. It was the A's. The A's. Oh, the A's. Okay, that's what it was. When was this? Oh, back in like the 90s, I think. When Bud was running the league. Yeah, because he said that because they didn't want a black owner. That's what Reggie Jackson said? Yeah, that's what he said in his documentary. He said, I didn't fit in. They didn't want me because I didn't fit in their club. And and he had Bill Gates with him? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. Wow. I didn't didn't know that if it was common knowledge or not, but I found it very interesting. I didn't know that. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Mm Would have been great if Bill Gates owned the A's. Watch, watch, oh my gosh, can you imagine? 
Can you imagine how different life would be for A's fans? Oh, man, their stadium. I'll tell you what, yeah, they'd so have bad. a nice new stadium. I'll tell you that <laughs> right well, we now. never would have had the Moneyball movie. Yeah, good point. Good point, Morales. And I love the Moneyball movie. What's your favorite part? I love I love any of the Brad Pitt movies where he's constantly it's one of his bits. Like mm-hmm. he did it in Ocean's Eleven and Moneyball where he's constantly eating. Mm-hmm. Every scene oh, he's I either eating Ocean's or he's 11. doing dip or he's drinking something. And that movie, if you just watch that, is is amazing. Eating everything. Yeah. Why do you like when Brad Pitt eats so much? I just find it clever and again who Brad Pitt's a good-looking man. Yes, he is. You know, very handsome. Except when he's Benjamin Button, which I watched that for the first time the other day. Yeah, that movie was a weird, weird movie. movie, Very weird. Like that movie. Weird idea. Well, that's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Hey, hey, Lindsay. Just by the way, um, the other day you told us about. I don't remember what it was called. Um, I called it arachnophobia last night, but I know it's not the right term. I think it's misophonia. Misophonia. Do you know that a song? right? Is that a song? Yes. Misophony. Uh-uh. Miso. No, and it's not soup either. Um, misophonia is apparently when people can't um, listen to other people make certain noises or something. Is it's that- when they have like a physical, un- an unpleasant like physical reaction to this to like normal sounds of people like eating or chewing or breathing or whatever. Last night I get home. I made it in record time to South South L.A. I'm in my kitchen by 8.45. Think about that. Left here at 7.05 yesterday, was in my kitchen in South South LA at 8.45. Now, I have a red pepper, okay? And I cut this red pepper like into slices. Like a bell pepper or a pepper? Like a, a bell pepper. Okay. You know, and I cut it up into slices, Chris, because I'm going to eat it with a little bit of hummus. Long way or? Yeah, long way, not yeah, sideways. long way. Right. So I'm going to cut this red pepper into some slices, and then I'm going to eat it with hummus. What kind of hummus? Uh, just regular original Sabra okay. hummus. I got it. Okay. So I take this red pepper and I, I put it in the hummus and then I start chewing on it. Right? My daughter is sitting in the family room doing homework and she goes like this to me. I can't. <laughs> I go, I go, you, you can't what? what? What can't you do? I can't listen to you chew. I go, well, it's a crunchy red pepper. I mean, what do you want me to do? Yeah, you're probably going... Right, like I'm just chomping away. I don't even, I I hear it because it's in my mouth, but I don't think of it as being like disturbing to other people. She's like, I can't. Yeah. She's also 16, everything you're doing. Julia, I feel you. I do the same thing. Right. And then she's like, my daughter does the same thing to me. Oh, she does. Oh, absolutely. Michaela, whenever we're going somewhere, I can hear you chewing. Well, yeah, because we're in the damn car together, kid. Like, but it's. You know, you get some food and you just like, get after I it. I used to yell at my mom because she would always clink, like she would eat like a salad or something out of like a, a glass dish with a, a fork. And like you could hear the, the fork like ding, ding and like scraping the bowl. Oh, that does. Yeah, that gets or, like, me. It hurts my bowl. ears. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, stop it. Just stop. Yeah. My mom is sneezing. God, it's so loud. Your mom's sneezing? Yeah. While she like, eats? No. Oh, no, okay. she eats. Just like in general. Like, it's like she's announcing it. Like, every huh? day. Uh, uh, yes. Ah, yeah. I'm like, Ma. Like, I mean, what are you coming back to her house now and like setting down the law, you know, like laying no, on the couch and like no. complaining about your mom sneezing oh, now? Oh, see, no, why don't you tell your kids that? Exactly. Well, so listen to what happened. So she says to me, she goes, I can't. So you can't what? Like, I mean, it just came from out of nowhere. She goes, I can't listen to you chew. I'm like, I just got home. She goes, Well, I can't just sit here and do my homework and listen to you chew. So she gets up and she goes to her room. And I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you all day. I, I flew down the freeway at 90 miles an hour to get home so we could hang no, out together. She's like, mm. not if you're eating. So then she gets done. She goes to her room. I'm finished eating. Finally, I text her. I go, yo, come back down. I'm done eating. She you didn't text do it. her? Yeah. 
Why? Just come down. Why don't you go to the room? I, was, I, I, don't, know, I don't know. Le tiene miedo. That's oh. why. That's exactly yeah. why. You're scared? 100%. Yes, petrified. Yeah. I like how he told me, why are you acting all crazy yeah, you with your mom? Yeah, you get all with, with uh, Laura. With Laura, but then it's like, with your daughter, you you, you cringe up. You know, Petrified. Oh, no, you text no. your kid to come here? I was like, yo, come on down. I'm done My eating. My mom would be like. No, nah, that's what you're like. No. Uh, anyways, we've done. Anyway, okay, whatever. Parenting with you. Okay, well, hey, speaking of parenting, we were talking about LeBron James's yeah. kid. Let me get back into this. <gasps> um, so, okay. So the kid is, by all accounts, a good high school basketball yeah, player. He, he's a college player, yeah. But he's not like a great high school he's basketball player. He's not a All-American the way that he, the pedigree of the players that have been in the past. So uh, in that story by Luca Evans in the LA Times, it, he quotes Dino Tregonis. Dino does a great job running camps out in Belmont Shore. He's had this Pangos All-American guy. He's got the elite of the leads coming over the years. And he called it depotism. And you, you understand why he's going to be at a McDonald's kid. Because the burger game, because... He's LeBron's kid, and you understand that. And I give credit to LeBron not overexposing his kid to the media, and the kid hasn't done interviews, and the kid hasn't done anything, where he goes and he gets 7 million followers, and he's good on his Instagram, but he, I think he didn't get his Instagram until a couple years ago, and, and immediately started getting the followers, the followers, followers. The kid is good. He's developing. He's getting better. He's strong. He's really, really good, but he's not that guy where you're thinking, that's a one-and-done college player. That's but, not the kid that's going to be playing with LeBron in a couple of years. But but LeBron, and listen, I get it. I swear to you guys I do. Like, I thought my daughter, as a high school soccer player, I thought my daughter was like, hey, you should be playing on the U.S. women's national team. And my daughter's like, Dad, that level? are, are really? you crazy? Like, are you out of your mind? And I'm like, what? What's the difference? What's the problem? Like, I, like when you're a parent, you may look at your kid and think, like I did, my daughter, if she put in the time and the effort based on her skill level and her club team and all these players that she's playing against, she she could absolutely be a player that could play on the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. Well, guess what? I was wrong. She really wasn't as good as I thought she well, was. So the ki- the girl who, a uh, young lady um, who was playing for Angel City, she's from Harvard-Westlake, uh, Thompson, the number one pick overall. She scored in the game the other day. Mm-hmm. That girl decided to skip Stanford to go directly to the pros. Well, what about Dennis Rodman's daughter? She, a, but she went to college. She okay. went to Washington State. And mm-hmm. This girl is, I think, still in high school. I think she's 18. Oh, just really? T- uh, Thompson. So she's really good. 5'3", flies all over the place. She was like state champion in track, all that other stuff. There's levels to it. One of the things that you have to do as a parent, you have to be realistic about where your kid's at. My son is a D3 basketball player because he has really good grades. He's a good hooper, but he's not UCLA quality. So I was realistic about him and told them, hey, this is where you're going to go. If you want to play in college, he's going to go play D3. You have to be realistic because there's a lot of parents who are not. That's my point. Is LeBron James, as a parent, unrealistic about his kid? No, his kid's good because saying He's been saying for years, I'm going to play so he and I can play in the NBA together. And just a couple weeks ago, LeBron sends out this tweet, I'm watching NBA basketball. I'm watching NBA basketball, and my son, Bronny, is already better than these guys that I'm watching play. So the thing I'm trying to say is, is that LeBron, in in my opinion, this is as a father, this is not as a basketball player. This is not as a guy forcing his way back into the lineup. As a father, man, he's making it a lot harder on his kid, isn't he? That tweet wasn't necessary. Uh, but you look at LeBron, and you know his genes, who he's going to work out with, the, what, the training that he's going to get. And you've seen this guy, the growth from an 18-year-old to a 21-year-old. His body's going to change. He's going to get it better. He's going to mature. So does the kid have NBA potential? Absolutely. 
Does he have one and done potential? Not right now, according to the people in the that in the know. But then you start seeing they do the four star, the five star, the top twenty five, all that other stuff. Like if you talk to the people that are in the mix, the kids shouldn't be ranked that high. But the people who do the rankings is a lot of politics with it. There's always like Kawhi Leonard wasn't the guy who should be this or should be that. Tony Snell also out of Riverside should it be this? Should it be that? They're the ones that are in there twelve plus years. It's the race that you're going to have. It's how much work you're going to do. So the LeBron believing his son, absolutely. Is he being realistic? I think he knows his son has the potential to do it. It's going to be see what's going to happen. Listen, man, Joe Montana's son did not become a star quarterback in Michael Notre Dame. Jordan's kids didn't do anything. Right. They played at Central Florida. Nobody ever heard of these guys. Dan Marino's kids didn't show up and, and become you know superstar quarterbacks. I almost feel like like it's kind of being forced well, on the dude. It, not, no, Bronny, and I don't know if that's the no, case. No, I mean, Bronny James kind of, is not being forced. The kid wants to play. Okay. Like he's in the mix. He's in the circle. He's all around there. The to have an article written of this magnitude in the LA Times and then be distributed all over the internet not that, that you're, you're overhyped. Because just because you're oh, no, LeBron's hold on, hold on. kid, but he said overhype and underrated. Mm-hmm. It could be two things could be true. Oh, that's a I've heard that before. Yeah, I've heard that. So yeah, so it it's it's hard. I, I do not envy that kid. Yeah, I feel for because him. that line that I think Marvin Hagler once said, or was it Tommy Hurd? I forget. It's hard to wake up to run at 5 a.m. to be a world champion when you sleep in silk sheets, right? <laughs> so when you have everything handed to you, do you really want to train? Like we saw in Succession. Wait till you see it. You know, the kid, episode one. Yeah. Underwhelming of season for the three. hype. Yeah, you didn't like it, huh? Season four. Season four. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. And yesterday. going over it earlier with producer Emily, I'm going to watch it probably tonight again to kind of. Uh, there were certain things, but he makes a good point. Like you, yeah, sleep in silk sheets. I do. But he's no, saying, no, no. Cappy's a hustler. Cappy's a great. Well, Cappy's hustling. He's tonight. Yeah, he's planning his this kids, whole strategy. Yeah, right. His kids sleep in silk sheets. They do. Oh yeah. They're, oh yeah. yeah. They're gutless. Your, your kids don't have to do anything. You hand it to them. Really? I do. Yes. I don't know, man. Oh. But what he's doing tonight, he's a fighter. He says Sedano's yeah. back is turned. Because it's for Cappy. Cappy's yeah. a hustler. I'm going to go fighter. and cut. We're going to take that knife out like the song, the OJs, the backstabbers. Yeah. We're going to do it tonight. <laughs> tonight is tonight the night. Is, tonight is on. Like the old dedications? Yeah. Eh? Oh, my On our Wabo show, tonight is the night. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You got it. All right. I'm, I'm going to be shanking tonight. Hey, Art. I'd like to <laughs> shout this out to El Huero no, from Cardiff. I'm- All right, Beto said yesterday he wants to start talking about Dodgers baseball. That's what you said. Thursday, baby. Hootie's day. Let's go. Okay. So so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Stick around. I mean, this is going to be a year. I know Dodger fans are like, oh, we're going to win the West and oh, we're going to win the World Series. But I don't know if Dodger fans are feeling as confident as normal. Stick around, everybody. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Sedano and Cap on a live imaging Tuesday. Tomorrow, March 29th, we don't have a show because of the Lakers, but tomorrow, March 29th, back in 2005, Mariah released the single We Belong Together as the second single from her 10th album, Cappy. We Belong Together. I like the part of this song when she quotes Babyface. When is that part coming up? It's not, it's, I didn't prep this about that part. Oh. But people know. People know. Nah. That's a good question about you, but I didn't prep more on that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Just got a, a I text. I got the song. It's Beto's song? I don't even know this. I said I just got, he just gave me a title. Usually he'll be like, cue it up here. Yeah, Mariah is not my style. It's not? Nah. What about young Mariah? No. Only when uh, she was in Luis Miguel. She looked great there. Just got a text from my son, Chris, and Beto. He's listening on the ESPN LA app. Does he not like that I call him gutless? In Pittsburgh. No, that's not what his complaint is. Is he eating a Permanente sandwich? He is, he is not right now. I no. love. I want to go to Pittsburgh one day just to have a Permanente brother sandwich. You want to? Yeah, we got to go to They uh, put the fries and slaw in the sandwich. Correct. That's right. Go ahead. And then bam! Bam! Right. My son sends me a text. He's listening on the ESPN LA app in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Shout out Justin. He says, listening to the show, who are you having dinner with? <laughs> Way to stir the pot, Justin. Good job. Good job. Well, he knows who his father is. Then he says, then he says, no one wants you to succeed. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> Justin also knows us, so you know. So then he words, says, uh, how, can I get 100 bucks? Yeah, right. No, then he says, that'll hey, be King. nice. Then he says, tell your boys Beto and Chris I'm listening. Ooh. Well, then he would know that I called him gutless. Okay, great. Hey, Justin, you know what? You want to help your old man? Why don't you help him prep the show a little bit more so that Cappy doesn't come in here sometimes Whoa. and get steamrolled by Sedano because Sedano knows the NBA inside and out. That's how you want to help your old man. Hey, Justin, you want to help your old man? Why don't you step up your Instagram game and get some NILs and help your dad out and pay some bills around the house in Del Mar? Oh. So why don't you listen to that? Yeah, sucka. Justin. Let's go, Silk Sheets. Yeah. Silk Sheets, that's a good nickname. He actually said, these guys got wild mouths. Ooh. Oh, he ain't heard of nothing yet, Oh, man. man. We're he sober. Wants, We're he, sober. He, he wants a piece of you guys. Oh. He wants a piece of La Raza. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Cold Wait, a sec. where is it? Wait, is Calm it? Hold down. Up, hold up. <laughs> You're going to get your boy in trouble. <laughs> that was for Justin. Yeah, he, well, he don't know what I'm He's Tory Uh Anyway. So, uh, Beto. Yes. I know that you're excited about the Dodgers Let's season. Let's go. Let me ask you a question. What you got? Did you see today MLB.com put out their predictions for the season? Did you happen to catch this? Nah, I don't play along with predictions, but go ahead. Tell me. Okay. Um, do you have any guess who MLB.com's group of experts picked to represent the American League in the World Series? Yankees. Okay, good guess. They actually picked the Astros. Okay. 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 Who did MLB.com's group of experts pick to represent the National League in the World Series? The Mets. Another fantastic guess. Incorrect. Okay. Would you like to pick another guess? Uh, let's see here. MLB, a bunch of East Coast guys listening to Springsteen. Uh, the Braves. Okay, good guess. 
don't oh. have to knock the you don't have to knock the boss as part of that. Okay, don't knock Springsteen. I didn't say bunch of East Coast it. guys. No, what? not that boss. No. Boss oh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen. No, because if you're a baseball writer, you worship at the altar of Bruce Springsteen. He's kind of um, right. It's like part of the Yeah, but I worship at the altar of Bruce Springsteen too. And I'm sure, not not Yeah, cuz you're a Jersey guy. Yeah. Right, not you're everyone a Jersey guy? that worships Bruce Springsteen if you is work a in MLB writer, but yeah. if you are an MLB writer, you probably worship Bruce Springsteen. You have to. Really? Yes. Why? You it's a thing. It's totally a thing. You've never been around baseball writers? 1,000%. Okay, first of all, it my is answer cult. is don't hang out with baseball writers, number one. <laughs> okay, then, then you wouldn't know. Don't have any friends that are baseball writers. Okay. And I just didn't know this was a thing. Oh, it's absolutely. Thing. All baseball writers are Bruce Springsteen fans. Yes. It is a thing. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. All year long when I we bring know. on when we bring on experts. <laughs> when when Sedano books all of the baseball well, experts. Sedano's not hanging out with those guys. I will ask him. Yeah. I will ask each baseball expert. Tim Kirchin, are you a fan? Oh, you, do you, are you Kirchin's a Bruce, an awesome though. Kirchin is an amazing dude. Bruce Springsteen guy, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. So all it's baseball more so writers. Cappy, like the guys, like the writers that are like on the beat and that are like always in the press box. Specific, especially the ones that like travel too. Oh yeah. At least you know all the places I've worked, it's one thousand percent a thing. Beto's. Oh, yeah. spot I didn't on. know this. Did you know if this? You're yes. a BBWAA I did AA guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. So if you're a member if of the Baseball B- Writers yes. Association of America, you are a Bruce Springsteen fan. Ninety-five yes. percent of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. This I didn't know. Yeah. This I did not know. Oh yeah. So now that you're trying to figure it out, no MLB.com did not pick the Mets. They did not pick Atlanta. You said they're East Coast guys. They all are Bruce Springsteen fans. So who would they? have picked to represent the national league in the world series they're not doing the padres don't say the padres oh come on really i mean i didn't vote uh, i didn't have anything so to do with this it is, okay so i, I so, love how you tease let's talk dodgers and then all of a sudden you t- turn it to the Padres get the vote. Okay. Is well, that who got the vote? Well, here, so here's the deal. So okay. MLB.com right. said their prediction for the World Series is Astros versus Padres, oh. and Padres win the World yeah. Series. Oh, okay. Which now, Ratings bonanza. Which now gets me right to the Dodgers. Are Dodger fans going into this baseball season as confident as they normally are because the roster is so vastly different going into this season as it has been in years past. What you, do you say? You could have just started the segment with that. Well, but here's you my went and brought it back to the Padres. Well, let's just Smooth. say well, let's very just say well this. Done. Let, let's very, say this. Very very well done. What if all those Bruce Springsteen fans uh-huh. who are baseball writers uh back east, what if they would have chosen Philadelphia, New York, or Atlanta? My point is simply this. Simple as that. They're not picking the Dodgers this year. Yeah. Okay. Because the Dodgers have failed you in the playoffs. And I to your point, are Dodger fans a little concerned? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't make a big splash in the offseason. They've patched some things up. If you look at this lineup, you're like, oh, you have the Miguel's in the middle, Vargas and Rojas. Okay. Uh, Jason Hayward's going to be coming off the bench. All right. So, it, you know, Altman's going to be your outfielder. So, it's not exactly a lineup that's going to threaten you, it's not exactly a lineup that you're going to be scared of. But are the Dodgers going to win the West? Most likely. Okay. What about like the starting pitching staff? You got Urias, you got Kershaw, and after Kershaw, you got Noah Syndergaard, Dustin May, Mm -hmm. Tony Gonsolin, who's hurt. You know, Dustin May, you don't know for sure if he's going to be back and if he's going to be what he was. May's back. So yeah, you have have questions. You're not going to have Walker Buehler. So there are some questions. Are Dodger fans concerned? I wouldn't say concerned, but more just like not as confident. It's, It's a team that has a lot of question marks. But when you're a Dodgers organization that always finds the way 
to plug the holes. They always find a way to bring up a 100-mile-an-hour flamethrower from the double-A uh, Oklahoma or double-A Tulsa, right? Or they bring the guy from Oklahoma. You're like, where did these guys come from? Where, what's going on here? I'm not going to go against Andy Free- uh, Andrew Friedman and his organization, his staff, and what they've done because they find a way to get things done. Now it's when you get to the playoffs, that's when you have the bigger concern. But right now the Dodgers, you look at them, they're a team that's been there, done that. They know what's going on. So you are confident as a Dodger fan. I'm not a Dodger fan, but I'm confident. Oh, you're not a Dodger fan. I don't have it. I don't root for teams. I don't care. Not one team. No, I don't care. I'm a sports fan. I love going to games, but I don't care if a team wins or loses. Not my priority. So you don't call yourself a Dodger fan? No, and I said I'm not a Laker fan. Not a Dodger fan. How come last year when I made this whole thing about how I'm not really a Padres fan? How come you pushed it on me? Because that's you. Oh, because what about you? You're a Dodger fan. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. That whole thing is what could cost you uh, host of the year this year. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, I'm not a Dodger, and I've said it for years, because I, for so many years, I covered every Angel game, every Dodger game, every Laker game, So, and I stopped being a, a fan kind of when I was like a teenager, because I just did. I'm like, I'd rather root. I love seeing the 1% of athletes in the world perform at their highest level. I will go to any game. It doesn't matter what's going on, but I don't care about a team. I want to see a city do well because it's amazing when a city is alive celebrating championships. But when you've seen how the sausage is made, do you really care about a team? You know, you know Laura, when you play that doo doo thing, you know what another good song, another one would be that doo doo brown song. That's no, okay. They don't see because Cappy, you know you, that song doo doo brown. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, you did cares. your Padre stuff, you were like, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden you show up and you got Padre gear on. No, no, I had a Hey King T-shirt on. That was Same my difference. that was my message. To you. you had the chain. You had the yeah. chain. You had I the did. chain. You've I had did. chains in the past. I don't yeah. have a team. Anything. You don't have anything team. No. Nothing that represents L.A. No. Really. No. Weird. I thought you well, were all Beto, LA. No. Beto represents L.A. Yeah. I he doesn't were, need team here. He doesn't have to have any. He doesn't have to wear L.A. on his hat. He doesn't have to wear no. colors. He doesn't have to wear Beto L.A. on his T-shirt. LA. Right. No. Beto is L.A. Oh. No. Like Keyshawn is L.A. Yeah. Beto is L.A. Okay. I have a Brooklyn hat because the B for Beto. But I don't have an L.A. hat. Really? No. You don't represent L.A. I do, but you I don't, don't rap. That's a Dodger hat. I don't wear Dodger. Oh, hats. you don't do that. No. Okay, gotcha. I got the Mexico hats. Well, you're but you're pretty confident though that the Dodgers will win the West. They again. find a way. Yeah, they will. They find a way. Okay. And then Dave Roberts says something in the playoffs. Oh, see, thank you. See, see, this guy's always all over my yeah. boy Dave Roberts. Yeah. He's gutless, but <laughs> jeez, <laughs> but yeah, should Dodger fans be concerned? Absolutely. Should they be uh, keeping a shoulder, oh, oh, look over their shoulder, like oh, at, look, oh, the escort shoulder. Look. Over your shoulder. Oh, that's an Art Wabo record right there. Look at Beto going deep. So, yeah, you should be worried about the Padres 100% because they're a fun team. I'm going to go down to Gas Lab. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to wear my Joe Musgrove jersey. I mean, shirt uh, from Resident Brewery. I'm going to have a good time. Well, you don't have any team gear for any teams. That's a Joe Musgrove shirt. Oh, that's different. Yeah, it's from a brewing. You're wearing a San Diego shirt. You're repping a Padres pitcher. How dare you? Yeah, friend. That's so not LA. He's a friend. Joe Musgrove's a good friend of yours? Yeah. Really? Good buddy? Yeah, real good. But it's a shirt from his uh, beer. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All yeah. right. No, no, Joe uh, beer. Is that a big deal or no deal? We'll find out. Big deal or no deal is next. Yes, Christopher Morales. I want to go back real quick. Yes, sir. The t- the Instagram message that you got from your son, what time was that sent? Uh, no, it was a, a text message. What time was that sent? Um, he. Uh, this is at um, eight, uh, 617. Because around that time, I got a DM from a very mm. obvious burner account. Yeah. Mm. Bashing Sedano. Really? Oh, no, no. Yeah, really? could be my son. I wonder if maybe they're related, especially when he had such hate for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he just, he's, he sent me another text here recently. But, you know, they're like two minutes behind on the app. I you don't know? know. Maybe he's creating burner accounts just to bash Sedano yeah. in my DMs. That is certainly a possibility. While he's driving, by the way. Stick around. Big deal or no deal. Next.
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Little after 6.30 in the Southland, it is Shinano and Kappa Live Imaging Tuesday. It is time for Big Deal or No Deal. Take it away, Chivato Kaplan. Wait a second. <laughs> I thought it was take it away, Producer Lindsay. No, no, not on this one. I throw to Shinano, he throws to her. Okay. Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, Cappy. Okay, so some potentially sad news, at least for me. Curb Your Enthusiasm may be coming to an end after 12 seasons. Two producers time. hinted on social media that they had wrapped production on the series for good. The tweets, of course, have been deleted, and it came from John Heyman, not the John Heyman, the baseball writer. You mean the, the, the Springsteen fan? Exactly. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. No exactly. doubt about it. Heyman, John, Springsteen John guy. Heyman posts stuff all yeah. the time about Springsteen. I mean, yeah. John Heyman is like old school, like Rosalita kind of Springsteen. Former Daily Breeze sports writer. Yes, he he likes Springsteen Local more than he likes baseball. Yeah, no, no, I got it, but it's like um, you know, he's just a Springsteen kind of guy. Yes, totally. Yeah, but totally. anyway, um, he that's also the name of uh, one of the producers of the show, and like I said, he tweeted out quote shooting the last scene of the last episode of the final season, and then he deleted it. So is this a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Um, I'm going to say no deal. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. I, I still go back and watch a ton of old school Curb Your Enthusiasms. Um, one of my favorites is when Tim Meadows is um, is a guest star and uh, Leon and and Larry screw up each other's phones. But these are like when they had flip phones. This is like how yeah. far back it is. And like uh, Larry's getting a call from this job offer for Leon and he hangs up on him and Tim Meadows is calling looking for an apology and freaking Leon is not giving it to him. Yeah. And like, I just, I, I love crazy eyes killer. Like when he invites Larry into his house cause he wants to show him all about his house. I still go back and watch old school Curb Your Enthusiasms, yeah. but I will say this. I feel like it's kind of run its course. You know, I mean, I watched last season. I liked it. I just feel like I can go back and watch them. I don't need new stuff. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Not a big deal, Linz. Um, my, I get my daily fix from Curb Clips. Your Larry David oh. on Instagram. Oh, I use Curb Clips. Yeah, that, that's it. Curb Your Larry David. They post a clip on there every single day about uh, the show, and it's just awesome. I get, I love it. I go back and watch it, my kind of thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, we all get older, and we all become Larry. We don't want to deal with anybody. Say namaste. Say namaste. Nah, I'm not a namaste kind of guy. 
you know, uh, Java Joe, whatever his name was. Yeah, he don't like him. Open up your own. So <laughs> I was, I was, Leon's just, awesome. Man. I was Mocha upset Joe. a few Mocha weeks Joe, ago. Mocha Joe. I was upset a few weeks ago. Did you guys see? I think it was um, Joe Pepitone. Remember, this guy's like an old name baseball player guy. Red Sox, right? I think he played for the Yankees and he died. And yeah. I and and that was like it is a final. Right, Sorry. it's over. No. R.I.P. Oh, Joe no. Pepitone. And I remember when Leon and Larry were trying to get his Joe Pepitone jersey back that he lost in the cleaners, and they found uh, a guy on the street and Larry Leon, Pepitone. And, yeah, and he's a white guy walking down the street, and Leon's like, "Oh, I got this," yeah. and walks up and intimidates him, you yep. know, into giving the Joe Pepitone jersey. Remember back. they had Bill Buckner on? No. Yeah, they had Bill Buckner on uh, on curb. And uh, he, him and Buckner talked about making the mistake in game six, all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. Kirk's right. awesome. I'll find that one. Oh, you'll love it. All right, Lindsay, baseball, big show. deal or great no show. deal. All right, so increased pay transparency leads employees to work harder as long as they believe the pay system is fair, according to several new studies. Many executives say they are worried about the impact of such information, though, and that it could have an effect on productivity and morale. One prevailing fear is that Work is if workers know what their colleague makes, it could create tension in the workplace and undermine performance. Is knowing how much everybody that you work with makes a big deal or no deal? Beto. Um, not a big deal because, uh, you know, we deal with athletes and everybody on a team knows exactly how much somebody's making. Everybody knows who's up for an extension. Sign Julio Urias, please. Uh, you know, you not a big deal, but I think if you we had regular jobs, it would be right. Because not everybody in our business, like I'm just saying for the host, right? There's some hosts who deserve to get paid a million. There's some hosts who don't. Who don't? Everybody. Has Which hosts deserve to get so paid Cappy, a million? Oh, sit down. Sit down. I know you're you're having this dinner tonight. Yeah. Your secret dinner for positioning. But are you going right. to ask about money too? I think I should. If, yeah. if Sedano's a million-dollar host, I think I should. So back to, to Lindsay's whole question. You know, if you knew what all of your colleagues were making, like if I were looking at Sedano and I was like, he's making a million and I'm making – a whole lot less than that. Like, a lot, 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 lot But he's less. the star of the show. Clearly, yeah. clearly. But, you know, but I would think that I am. For, you know for, what I mean? For example, uh, my brother's a principal, right? Yeah. So all the teachers, it's really easy to find out at a public school how much everybody's making. Really? Oh, yeah. All you do is go in there because you're a public employee. Didn't you're, know you're, that. you're a state employee. We can just type that in there. It tells you how much somebody's going on. You can find that out for police officers. Anybody who's an employee of the state, mm-hmm. the records are there. That's how much we find out how much USC, uh, UC coaches are making, and the SC doesn't have to report that. Okay. So a, a teacher, we're all on the same level, and how many times do you hear somebody say, that's not my job, that's not my thing, I don't make enough money for this, I don't make enough for that. Well, you take that professionalism here, right? You got to have that, right? So if you feel like you deserve to get paid more, it's not your fault. I mean, it's your agent's fault that he didn't negotiate a better deal for you here yeah. in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. But if everybody knows what the salary is going to be, right. deal with it. That's what I got to work on tonight, Chris. Are we having Caesar salads tonight? Because I'm starving. Really? We can, can stop for a salad. I, I can go for a nice salad. Caesar. Nice Caesar? Yo, go to the Del Rey. They'll make us a nice Caesar. I can stop for a, sa- a, a salad. I, I just. I would be like a Caesar salad now. Yeah. Yo, the Caesar what? salad, you know where it was uh, created? In Mexico? In, in uh, Tijuana. See? Right there, La Revolucion. Yes. I saw that restaurant a couple weeks ago. You know, I had a salad the other night. I had a, a Cobb salad. And I'll tell you something. The presentation is just out of this world. Where was the Cobb? It was at a restaurant uh, called Mr. Peabody's. And, um, <laughs> dude, I'll tell you right now, I couldn't believe how bomb this salad was. And the chef, I was like, God, these are the colors, the avocado, the way it's sliced, the bacon, the was cheese. It nice, was it a blue cheese dressing or yes, a ranch? a blue cheese. Okay. And it had like, a, had like a really nice, like the chicken was still oh. steamy. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. It was incredible. And the blue cheese crumbles. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Very right. nice. We got, a, we got a third for dinner now. At Del Rey? Yeah. Who you got? La Razo? 
Well, we're definitely calling Sedano on the way down. Raza yeah. only uh, goes to tacos, but right. no, we, we got a we got a fancy third. Okay, right. gotcha. Okay, okay, keep cool. going. All right, Washington Wizards star Bradley Beal mm-hmm. is reportedly being investigated by Orlando police over an alleged altercation with two fans following last night's game. Apparently, after the game, two men began speaking to Wizards players in the visitors' tunnel. One of them allegedly made a comment to Beal along the lines of, "Quote." You made me lose $1,300, you bleep. Veal then immediately turned around, walked towards the man, and allegedly knocked the cap off his head, swatting the left side of his head in the process. The police say that all three men got into an argument, and Veal allegedly said that playing basketball is his job and he takes it seriously. Is this whole situation here a big deal or no deal? Especially after what we talked about yesterday, Cappy. Um, I'm going to say... No deal. I mean, I think everybody kind of hears it and goes, it's a big deal because according to the report, the NBA player, in this case, Bradley Beal, walks up to a guy who's taunting him in the tunnel. So how this guy has access, I mean, he must have had really good seats. Um, and to listen, it's, this is what we were talking about yesterday. If you're in the stands and you're talking to a player, that's one thing. And again, we kind of all argued yesterday about what people can or shouldn't say. But if you're going to be next to a guy in a tunnel – and tell him, yo, man, you just cost me all this money and you call that guy a name, that's where you're both wearing street clothes and you're face-to-face. Now you got to be ready for smoke. Like, I don't want smoke. I have no interest in any smoke of any kind. I'm a peace-loving brother. Uh, well, that's how you go on secret missions, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I say it's a big deal. First yeah. of all, this dude, if he's in the tunnel, VIP, which means he feels really entitled. He's got a special credential to get back there wherever you may be. And if you're telling him you cost me $1,300... Well, then you can't afford to lose $1,300. You should be betting that much money. So if you're going to go and pop off like that, expect somebody to bring that smoke. So it is a big deal because people need to get checked sometime. In fact, those people should check themselves. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I like to say that a lot of times. Yeah. Check yourself, right? It's true. Sometimes you got to check yourself. I am not, I'm not a smoke wanting kind of a dude. Shocker. Today, <laughs> today. today, I'm wearing my white Air Force Ones rather than my black Air Force Ones, because I don't want any kind of smoke of any sort. And the white Air Force Ones are like, see that guy right there? He just wants his shoes to stay clean. He don't want no smoke. Am I true? Am I right or not? White Air Force Ones look nice. That's it. They're white ones. There's a name for these Air Force Ones. I just don't remember what they're called. DeAndre told me earlier, he said, oh, Cap, you got on those white Air Force Ones. Those are whatever. And I just can't Send remember. Send me a the, picture. I can't remember the cool word he used. The Fire. No, no, no. It's not fire or lit or anything like that. Are, like they a, the, are they the new Billie Eilish ones? No, I don't think Cap, they're Billie Eilish. You know what you need to do? Tell me. You need to get some off-whites. Off-white? Yeah. Air Force ones? They're really expensive. Nah. Cappy wouldn't buy those. No, I wouldn't buy them, but I got, you know, I got a, you want I got street, a Nike guy. You, you want some street cred? Yeah. Get some off-white. Off-white ones? Yeah. That's street cred. Yeah. White ones, soft. Black ones, smoke. That's amazing. <laughs> it's just amazing. It really is. <laughs> Should have gotten a pair of those cowboy boots you're rocking today. The what are those? Are those ostrich? What are those? No, it's just regular regular leather on these ones. My other ones are lizard, the brown ones. Mm-hmm. But I got to get them tuned up. Size of those? Twelves. Oh, you don't have snake? I don't have snake. Those are a little too ostentatious. Really? How about not, alligator? I, again, they just stand out a little too much. And you ostrich, gotta, no gotta, good. You got to really be an oil man if you're rocking those. Yeah. Uh, come on, Chris. I said, you don't have snake? You should have said, no, only cappy. Oh, that's I miss. It's been a long day. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you a salad in a little bit. Yeah, get him, get him some energy. Get him a salad. <laughs> hey, um, I want to tell you that before Dealer's Choice and Beto's Choice today, um, Sedano and I, well, 
I'm going to say we're going to be back at the 909 inside Yamava Resort and Casino Monday this upcoming week. It's April 3rd at 4 o'clock. I say that, but I mean, at this moment right now, based on everything that's happened here today, I don't know, man. I don't know if we're both going to be together that day. Um, You can watch the game. You can win prizes. And you can meet Gary Payton. Laura, do you have Gary Payton? No, you do not. You do not have Gary Payton. I'll bet you you could get it here in just a matter of seconds. Watch the game, win prizes, and meet the glove. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Gary Payton from 5 to 7 p.m. Hey, look. Wall-to-wall LED screens. 150 plus, okay? 32 craft beers, four incredible restaurants, the perfect place to watch championship basketball action. You must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. And me, Sedano, and Gary Payton are all going to see you Monday, April 3rd at Yamava. You know what I'm saying? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That's okay. <laughs> we want to look over your shoulder, but that's okay. I also like Paul Anka. Put your head on my shoulder. That's a dedication song too. Back in the old killer oldie days. But you mentioned look over your shoulder, the escorts, which is fine. A good way to close out the show. I'd shit out of a cap, a live uh, imaging Tuesday. You should, because the way we've been bickering back and forth, just put your head on my shoulder. Like I mean, Paul Anka said. On. Bring it in. Bring whose it in. head should go on whose shoulder? Well, it depends. After your secret dinner, who knows? You'll be head rolling after you slice Sedano's head off. I think I want to put my head on your shoulder. You can, but you're not driving me home. I know. Nah, dude. Beto's going Cappy, to. don't do that. You put your head on your shoulder, he's going to stab you right in the back. Yeah. Don't bring it in with him, Cappy. <laughs> he told me he's not, a, he's not a backstabber, though. He's a front stabber. Well, I'm not a secret dinner guy. Hey, if he tells you, I'll don't, tell you. don't look at me, little puppet, just be careful. <laughs> 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 From Laura and West Covina, a dedication tonight to Little Puppet. <laughs> I want to give a little shout out to you. To what, why that Gabby. voice? You could use that your regular they, voice. That's how they used to talk. Was that your Arlo Bo dedication voice? You could use your regular voice. Oh, I could, but that's how they used to talk. I your regular voice is already an Arlo Bo voice. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That's a cha-cha voice. No, oh. it's get cha-cha voice, me. Get cha-cha voice. Oh, no, oh. What you, Calmate. Pick a language. 
Cálmate. Cálmate. Laura could yeah, do a late night. Laura could oh, do I a, know I a could. nighttime dedication show. 100%. Yeah. Well, she already does. I mean, I just well, No, but I'm talking about like a music, like on, no, a music on show. Yeah. yeah, late night yeah. with Laura. And the boo. Not what he's talking about, but Is okay. the boo Carry tomorrow on. night going to be on uh, no. your Instagram live? No. He's not tomorrow no. night. Why no. not? Because it's my thing. I know, but I thought it was you and the boo now. I thought no. you guys were like, uh, what's the guy, Kelly and whatever her husband's name is. No, that's no, taken they over can for, have that. For Ryan We're not even Seacrest. near close as that. They're making millions oh, and millions of dollars. Is that her name? Oh, no. It's Keith Mark, right? What's his name? Oh, uh, the Latino guy. Yeah. Hey, you guys don't daytime know his name? TV, Latino uh, one. We're good. Yeah, Kelly Kelly Ripa. Yeah, what's yeah. her husband's name? Uh, Sempa. Sempa. Mark Consuelos. Mark Consuelos, yeah. Okay, didn't know that. All right, so look, it's time for uh, it's time for a little dealer's choice. And Beto, uh, yesterday we offered a dealer's choice to you. You denied. Mm-hmm. But today I am told that you would like dealer's yes, choice. Yes, yes, yes. Today I would like dealer's choice. Uh, uh, a little personal one for me. So yesterday on uh, my, my social media, there was a lot of stuff going on about Sergio Roma. Hold on, fool. Let me set that up. Jesus. Hold up, fool. <laughs> Man. Hold up, fool. Dude, all of a sudden, coming out here. So, Sergio Romo, uh, barely five footed. He retired with the Giants. And one thing that he did is they allowed him to sign a one day contract, and he was going to retire as a Giant. And normally, guys sign that one day ceremonial contract, and then that's it. But the Giants allowed him to come back and pitch yesterday. And Romo, who uh, played for the Dodgers for a little bit. He was a three-time World Series champion, a closer, but he went to four different colleges, two of those being JCs. He was a D2 guy. Uh, he w- went and became a champion with the uh, Giants, played for the Dodgers, played for the Giants, played for the A's. And the reason I, I wanted to bring this up is because yesterday you saw this kind of love that a Latino player doesn't normally get. And Yes, I'm making a ratio here, but th- just let me have this moment here. So Romo, a guy who grew up in Brawley, right near Mexicali, sure. used to play... Sunday leagues across the border when he was 14 years old. Because in those kind of leagues, once you're good in the little league, hey, go play against the men drinking beer on Sunday. If you can do here, you can do anything. The dude was a day away from going to the Navy. Then his dad said, hey, do you really want to try to play college baseball? Don't sign that paper. Go try for the JUCO, see what happens. Becomes a a champion and icon with the, the Giants. And what they did for him, it was awesome to see. Because this is the kind of stuff that you would see a Kershaw kind of get. A Verlander kind of get. Guys on that level... So yesterday, the Giants went all out for him, and I started, because I know Romo, he's a good friend, and I was like, for me, it was cool, but then I started seeing on social media, how it was going up there. MOB Mexico made a big deal about it, and uh, a lot of different accounts where you're starting to see that Raza was really happy to see somebody like that. Now, Tigres del Norte, I would say would be like the Rolling Stones for you know Mexicans, right? What is? Tigres del Norte. Tigres del Norte? Yeah. Is Tig- that a band? Tigers of the North. Okay. They live in San Jose. Uh, but they, you've heard this song. So they played out, they came out to the field yesterday. This is Jefe de Jefes, boss of bosses. So Tigres were on the field welcoming Romo. Like they went there just for him. So it was a big deal. And it was awesome to see. And I was sharing on my social media. And what I noticed is there was a connection with people because he's not the six foot five guy. He's that Rasa working dude who was like a 38th rounder, shouldn't have been doing anything. To go retire at 40 years old, to get set off like that, went to the White House, had his own ice cream when he was with the Giants. That's why I always tell young athletes, always make yourself part of the community. Always ingratiate yourself to go to the charities. Go out there and be there with them. He actually came to help host the Ricky Merrill baseball camp at East LA on Thanksgiving. Romo flew in from Arizona, brought his World Series rings. Not in a case. He just had them in his pocket. Hey, guys, you want to hold my rings? 
you have 40 high school baseball players, all Latinos, able to identify with somebody. And we always talk about representation matters. If you could see somebody doing it, you can feel like you can do it. So it was cool to see Sir Jerome get his flowers yesterday. Wow, got flowers and everything. Los Las Flores. Los Flores. So Tigres del Norte, who, by the way, have a have done a great job at UCLA with the music department where Tigres donated millions to help restore some of the classical music that it was done by Pedro Infante, Flor Silvestre, and everything else. So they've done a great job at UCLA. So that was my that? moment right there. Yeah, nice I, job, saw, I saw you uh, posting this stuff on, on social media last night. And I kind of just flipped by it. I was like, all right, I don't really know what's going on, but there's something going on. Some players retiring and something's happening. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't, you know. Yes. Yeah. I was. I think I got home and I watched the end of the Bulls and the Clippers, yeah. which I blame Sedano for. Now, but that's if, neither here nor there. Imagine the Padres let Trevor Hoffman come back for his final game after going somewhere else, right? And they do that for him. That's kind of the level. Yeah, but but I mean, is, is this is Sergio Romo to the Giants organization huge? What Trevor Hoffman is to the Padre organization? I mean, really? He was huge for them. He he closed. He won a World Series for him. He was a closer. Uh, three three World Series. He was a closer for them. Oh, so games. he was he was on all three of the Giants World Series teams. Yep. He so I think they won those those three World Series in what like five or six years. That's yeah. the, those are the Bruce Bochy teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was on those right there. It, it, it's just, Cap, I'm telling you, man, when. You don't see anybody that looks like you doing it. That's a pump for you. Nice. And for him to be able to go out that way, that's a big deal. Yeah. See, uh, for me, it was Bill Goldberg. You know, like when I saw Bill Goldberg show up in a in a wrestling ring, and his name was Goldberg, I went, "Why can't I be a pro wrestler?" Mm. I mean, granted, I'm not six four, and I don't weigh two sixty, and I'm not all juiced up and everything else. But if Bill Goldberg can become a superstar wrestler, then little Scotty Kaplan can become a a pro wrestler. Can there you I? Go. See? So representation. Absolutely. Well, you know how to turn on your tag team partner and hit him with the chair when the oh! back's turned. Well, hey now. Hey now. Week of WrestleMania. Well, you're really worried about this dinner, aren't you? Shout no, out to I, the find, I find it hilarious, though. Which part? Wait for Sidano to go out of town. And we also needed a bit to get and kind of get through the day. <laughs> so we did that. <laughs> I don't think it was a bit, man. It's uncomfortable in here. It is? Uh, no, it's not. Is no. it uncomfortable? No. It is for you, Beto? Yes. Really? Yeah. Because I don't know if I'm going to see you on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> we have a show on Friday? What Thursday. Then I really will see you Friday. I mean, look, the Lakers play tomorrow. So under normal circumstances, we'd be on from 4 to 7. But the Lakers play tomorrow in Chicago. So some people would call this a must-win game, especially because you just lost to the Bulls on Sunday at home when LeBron reinserted himself into the lineup. This is not a must-win game for the Lakers. This is a, you better get out there and win this game. They sat there on your home floor and taunted you like that. I don't care if it's Patrick Beverly. This is the same guy that, that when he got traded to Chicago, he was like, well, I look forward to trying to knock the, the Lakers out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Bro, you tried to do that through the first 50 games that you were a member of the Lakers. Oh, oh wow. It was Beverly who was the bad seed, huh? I'm just saying that Beverly didn't help. Uh, well, did you see his quote? Why he's doing well with the Bulls? He Tell said, me why. Because I'm a spoon. They use me like a spoon. They didn't use me like a fork. No. Wow. Wow. Fork and spoon talk right there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cappy, are you a fork or a spoon? <laughs> <laughs> He's a knife. No, he definitely is a knife tonight. <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish with this dinner? What am I trying to now, accomplish? I'm going to get involved now. That'll be okay. a couple minutes. All right, go ahead. What do you want out of this? Go ahead. Yeah, what do you think I want? 
I don't know. I don't know what goes on in well, there. Well, do you know who I'm having dinner with tonight? No. You don't? No. Mm, no, you got to keep it a mystery. That's the whole bit. Till yeah. Sedano so comes So somebody back. in management, and he keeps talking about how it's about Sedano. So you're going around Sedano's back about what, though? Well, you think guys about, are so good think, together. I know, but think about Sedano. Sedano is, is going to call spring football games for ESPN. On Saturdays. I'm working with him. I understand. And, okay. and Sedano's going to call basketball games. Uh-huh. And Sedano's going to call baseball in games this summer. In a couple of weeks, that's it. He'll, he'll Sedano, get the weekend games. Sedano is moving up the ladder at ESPN. I'm telling you right now. So what's Sedano, that got to do with this this show? Sedano, he does stuff on weekends. I know, but Sedano is not going to be able to and is not going to want to when he's making millions and millions and millions of dollars like Joe Buck does at ESPN. Sedano is not going to want to do this every day. That's funny. He, that he sounds, said many times that he would always want to do that this That sounds show. a lot like the DM I just got from a burner Instagram account. Is that you or your son? Depends. I'm not it, sure. It almost one? verbatim, which, which word one? by word. Which George one just it? said over and over how much he loves doing a daily radio I show. I understand Especially that. Especially this. But I got to be prepared for, for the what? day when Sedano is so highly promoted and so paid and so uh, you know recognized and loved and adored inside the ESPN, you know, the, the big company, Joe Buck style, that I got to be prepared. What's next? Well, you go back to San Diego. Yeah, I've, I've kind of become well, like if a Mike Greenberg can of do three shows a year, he Sedano can keep his radio show. <laughs> oh, so he just has to do it three days a year? Yeah, that's Greenberg style. Why not? Ireland style too, right? I but, guess Mason style no, too. But, no, because John, he's traveling with the Lakers, and when he Lakers season over, he's here. Okay. So why are you going to pick on Sedano, man? Well, I don't know if I'm picking on Sedano. Are you trying to get your own thing? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I think it'd be a bad play. I think you should stick with Sedano. He's brought you up. Oh, he's brought you up, Cappy. Are you sure? Absolutely. You're, you won how many Mandy's because of George? I don't know how many. I don't know. Wasn't it six? Was it six? Oh, was it six? Well, mm. I, I think I won three individual awards. Mm. How many does George get credit for? Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because he lets you be Cappy. Oh, really? Yeah. He pulled you out of darkness. Out of a small market. What is that down there? Market 26? Brought you up to market two, Jack. <laughs> Jack! <laughs> and now you what are you doing? Jack. Oh. You can't jack me. I jack you. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so what's for dinner? What's for dinner? Only on Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> and also, are you paying for the dinner? No, he's going to pay because he's trying to grease the wheels. And he's doing it off-site so he won't be spotted. A restaurant Whoa. I've never heard of, he said. You're paying? Oh, that is big. That is big. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I mean, I know the restaurant, it ain't that expensive, but that's still big. But But wait, we don't know for sure that I'm paying. We haven't gone there yet. No no card has been put down. It's a bad look if you don't. Oh, it is? Yeah, 100%. Because this person is having a birthday? It's just a bad look. So it can't just like I have. Uh, it's a birthday. Wait, okay. I know, I know it's a birthday because I know who it is. But it's like if that's where you're taking this person, that's definitely a bad look. It is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? 100%. I suggested to this person. I said, hey, I just want healthy. I don't need fancy. She said, I, I sushi, also, bro. She said, I also don't need fancy, and I want healthy. Yeah, and sushi. I said, this place doesn't have wine. She said, I don't want to drink wine. Mm. Oh, she. Oh, you're going with her. Hmm. I don't know. Now I'm, recon- I'm reconsidering because my birthday dinners with said person cost me a lot of money. Hey, let's go. So now, wow. I, hey, now next time is going to Sizzler. Hey, hey, hey uh, <laughs> what's your name? Morales, let's go with him. What's your name? Nah, hey, what's your name? On. I want to go to Del Rey now. Okay, well, no, let's go. We, we, got, come we got people me. meeting us. Come Cappy, you cheap. Why don't you come to Del Rey with so us? So messed up. Why am I cheap? So messed up. We so messed up. Why am I cheap? We're going to Sizzler. Oh, yeah. All right, now I got to go someplace fancy. Yes. Yeah. Now I got to go to Chipotle. 
Whoa. Oh hell! Uh, there's no way you pay for the walk. Calm down. Oh hell! <laughs> oh hell no! Nah. Hell no! Nah. Oh. We love Beto. Uh, hopefully, I see you this week. Lit Chris Morales, Laura, Lindsay, the Holmish Bucha. Lakers better win tomorrow, and we're back on Thursday. Peace out, everybody.